everyone, welcome back to Who's There. If you're new here, this is a podcast where I talk to a new horror fan every week because I hope to destigmatize what it means to be a horror movie fan. Most of us are just regular people who like the adrenaline rush of being scared. So it's October finally. While this year has felt both 70 years and seven seconds long, it's finally everyone's favorite month. I've certainly been getting into the spirit by watching a few movies off of Jody's October Scarathon list and binging the first five episodes of The Haunting of Bly Manor. I don't think I'm alone in saying that Mike Flanagan has hit another home run with Bly Manor because it is fantastic. In Flanagan, we trust, right? Have you watched it yet? Let me know on Twitter what you're thinking of it at Who's There Pod. This week, I got to chatting with another friend of mine from our weekly horror movie trivia games, Meredith Weiss. She's a mom of three who lives in Tennessee and just loves the simple things in life, like making her coworkers play Name That Horror Movie with horror movie theme song during their downtime. In this episode, we talk about why she loves horror, how she's introducing her kids to horror, her trip to Bangor, Maine, and her thoughts on the Friday the 13th franchise. Let's get into this episode. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for joining for this week's episode. I'm joined by my friend Meredith Weiss. We play trivia every weekend. So without further ado, let's bring Meredith on. Hey Meredith, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for being here. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself, where you're from, etc. All right. I, I'm from Franklin, Tennessee. I grew up in Southern California, and I am a mental health counselor, and uh, I've always loved horror. Well, not always loved, but for the most part, I've loved horror movies. <laughs> we will get into that. Um, that's awesome that you're a mental health counselor. We need, we need those right now. Yes, we do. <laughs> Are you almost done with your clinical hours, right? Uh, someday. Okay. <laughs> All right, well. But, uh, a few more years. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so first things first. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, gosh. My favorite one is I'm going to have to go with The Babadook. Good answer. Especially <laughs> since it's got that mental health tie-in with it being symbolic for grief and everything. So, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's a good one. Have you ever watched it with any of your kids? Oh, yeah. Actually, my middle daughter was the Babadook last Halloween. (laughs) (gasps) That's amazing. Are there any photos? It was pretty rad. I do have photos. Yeah. We made it all with goodwill stuff that we gathered up, and it it was a good time. Oh, that's awesome. That's a great, that's a great Halloween costume. Yeah, it was fun. So how did you first fall in love with the horror genre? I know you had a rough start and you said earlier that you had some trauma with the movie Poltergeist as a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. So when I was about seven years old, we had a babysitter come to take care of me and my brother. My brother was about 12. And she thought it would be an outstanding idea to show us Poltergeist. Mm. And um, she told me that if it was too scary just to close my eyes, so it's kind of fascinating because I have like a, um, a trauma memory of the entire movie. Like I, I know the, the soundtrack of the entire movie. And then there were certain parts that I never saw or had no recollection of seeing until later. And she just filled me in on that part, which we all know from like Jaws and Silence of the Lambs, when they don't show you something, but they describe it. It's got to be a whole lot worse. And I was that kid that, you know, I don't know. I I was really sick when I was born. I almost died. I don't know if that was why, but I was a fearful child. So, like, you could start humming the Twilight Zone theme, and I would, like, begin to cry. So so I was a very fearful kid. and, um, And I think that over time, 
with having a brother that would be kind of, uh, he would kind of terrorize me with this stuff <laughs> and having parents that were, thought it was hilarious that I was, that I was scared. I think this resulted in me eventually loving horror because I felt like it was a way where I could be like, hey, you know, I dare you to scare me. <laughs> you know? So I ended up learning about everything, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so your parents liked to scare you as well? Yeah, yeah. They thought it was funny. Mostly it was my brother, though. So when I was, uh, when I was a little bit older than seven, my grandparents that didn't know me well, they got me a clown doll for Christmas. And this thing, I have a picture that I will show to you later, but... Um, it looks very similar to the one in Poltergeist, <laughs> and I was immediately convinced that this thing was going was planning to kill me in my sleep. <laughs> I mean, and it probably it probably was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one time, my brother put it under the covers at night, and I felt this fur uh, on my toes, and I pulled it up, and its face was right there in front of my face, and I think I nearly died. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, oh, time. Um, that's like that. That's like that part in Annabelle comes home, where Annabelle ends up in the bed with her. See that that they must have been spying on me because I am convinced that that was taken from my own life. Yes. <laughs> Did you have any PTSD come come up when you saw that scene? You know, uh, a little bit. That Annabelle is pretty freaky. Um, yeah. And another time, he rigged something so that my closet doors went suddenly flung open in the night and the clown doll was sitting there inside my closet and then it fell over toward me <laughs> so good times growing up in the 80s let me tell you <laughs> oh my goodness yeah did you ever get your brother back for any of this you know I have to say I did not which is really <laughs> it, it's about time really yeah <laughs> yeah Hope he's listening. Watch out. <laughs> One thing even more that was especially traumatic was when I was a little bit older, I told my mom I really didn't want the clown doll. I don't know why we had it for so long. That seemed kind of nuts. Yeah. But, so I went to school and I came home and I said, where's the clown doll? And she said, mysteriously, I don't know. I don't remember. And I've never seen it again. And I feel <laughs> like every time I open a linen closet or something in my parents' house, there's going to be that thing where you go to reach for something on top and it tumbles out behind. <laughs> or it's going to grab your arm and pull you in. And Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I started me off on, on being fascinated but terrified. And over that, I got into Stephen King and went from there. Did you watch his movies or read his books first? Uh, I, wa I, I had the book Pet Cemetery. I got that when I was about 12 or 13. And I was afraid of the actual book being in my room at night because it scared me so much. <laughs> but you know, I kept reading it, but it scared the crap out of me. But I love that movie, the 80s version, obviously, not the remake. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah, that one's fantastic. Yeah, it's creepy. The, well, the little boy walking around is creepy, I thought. I thought that was the creepiest part. So. Yeah, yeah, we actually have a cat named Gage, so. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Does he look like Gage in the movie? He doesn't, but when we first got him, he was very, uh, he was supposed to be a feral farm cat. Oh. So he was like ricocheting and sticking to the walls. He was so scared. And so we thought he's crazy like Gage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> he's not blonde. I <laughs> know. 
so now that you love horror movies, why do you think that people that seem perfectly sane love this genre so much? Oh man, well, I, I don't know about other people, but I think that for me, I love these movies because it's a comfort feeling like I'm more prepared for the world <laughs> by seeing these movies and reading these scary things and listening to podcasts about scary stuff. It helps. It's almost like an electric blanket that I can cuddle into, which sounds so insane, but that's the only way that I can explain it. <laughs> that's a good answer. So do you think that's why they're saying that people who like horror movies are handling lockdown better? than people who don't? Oh yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah, we are ready. We have been, we have been born for this. <laughs> Bring it. We're like, it could be so much worse. Oh heck yeah, heck yeah, yeah. we're the zombies. We're just ready for them. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what everyone that's been coming on this show has been saying. They're like, no one's trying to kill me yet, no, so. Yeah. Uh, so I know you have kids, you have three daughters. Are they horror fans, or how do you plan on introducing them to horror? Yes, they all love the horror. We've um, we've always been really into Halloween, so we we have like haunted porches and things like that. So they've always been really familiar with all the scary stuff. And we started with Face Off, the show that does the horror effect. So I feel like they've always had an edge on this isn't real. This is just pretend because I've seen the makeup being put on, you know, and so. I think that's, to me, that's like strength because I didn't have that when I was really young. But yeah, Natalie, Noelle, and Lady, they all love watching the scary stuff. My littlest one, she's eight. She's seen Jaws, so she's very proud now. Oh, <laughs> and you're wearing a Jaws t-shirt right now? I am, yes. Represent, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Your oldest, what is the last movie that you let her watch? I can't think of anything lately. <laughs> it's gone blank on that one. Well, this is not really horror per se but shutter island she really loved that that is a great movie it I is a great movie. movie yeah and it certainly has lots of horror elements and she was in yeah, yeah. she has sounds of the lambs and, and she liked that one too oh, that, both I, my older girls have seen that those are those are some great movies yeah i saw sounds of the lambs um in high school for one of my birthdays and i had a bunch of people over and just the part when buffalo bill opens his robe and is dancing my mom opens the door and she goes what is this a porno <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> oh moms oh moms <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, in all fairness, she did like to scare you. So you watching that movie was her fault. That's right. That's right. Wow. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> are there any horror directors that you would say are your favorites right now? Heck yeah. I love Jordan Peele. I love Flanagan. <laughs> I love James Wan. And I love uh, Andy Muschietti. Those are my favorites. Awesome. Yeah, they're all so great. Um, what is your favorite Mike Flanagan movie? Well, my favorite thing that he's done is definitely The Haunting of Hill House. Not a movie, but so <laughs> good. Such a sucker punch. I just loved it. Are you looking forward to The Haunting of Bly Manor? Oh yeah, you bet I am. That comes out, I think, October 8th, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yes, yeah. good time. That should be, should be interesting. Yes, just what we need for the pandemic. <laughs> I'm done with Cobra Kai, so I'm ready for something new. <laughs> Have you been watching um, uh, Lovecraft Country? I have, you know, I hear a lot of people talking about how great it is. It's a little bit crazy for me. You know, I'm okay. like, okay, so we went into the Goonies in this episode. <laughs> I'm like, how random. I've but only gotten through three episodes so far. So. Okay, we haven't gotten to the Goonies. It's kind of no, okay. <laughs> like, oh, look, it's American Horror Story season one episode. Okay. <laughs> 
is that so yeah i've been so confused by it i've been like trying to figure out what like what the plot is and i think i think there just is no plot and each episode is kind of its own thing is that right you know i think there's some kind of thing that inner is interwoven throughout that but uh you're i'm i'm with you Okay. I understand it either, but I like the acting. It's good actors. Yeah, the acting is great. So I know you're married. Does your husband like horror movies? He does not, but he will actually watch them all with me so that he can spend time with me, which I appreciate. Oh, that's nice. Does he have any like hard limits that he's like, no, I'm not going to watch this with you? Yeah, he definitely was traumatized by Exorcist when he was a kid. Oh. <laughs> and so if it gets too demonic, he kind of shies away. So okay. <laughs> disappear out of the room. Oh, that's valid. Um, how do you decide what to watch when you're looking for something to watch? If you sit down at night and you're like, I just want to unwind. I, my favorite kind of sub-genre in horror is the Haunted House movies. Okay, why? Uh, so I love, I, why? Probably because it brings me back to the poltergeist stuff. And randomly, that is now one of my favorite films. So anything like Poltergeist, like Insidious or Conjuring or even Amityville, I, I just feel like it's like a warm hug. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been to any of the sites of any uh, places where horror movies have been filmed? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, I've been to um, Ed and Lorraine's, uh, their, their house and their garage that is their museum. Yes. Uh, but the neighbors were like super on me like white on rice. They all came out of the house and just stared at me and my daughter. Like, <laughs> not like I was walking up there or anything, but yeah, in Connecticut, man. <laughs> they yeah. do not want you around over there, so apparently so. <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me that before I went, but then no one showed up when I when I got out of the car, so. Yeah, yeah, well, you got lucky. But I also <laughs> went to um, Bangor, Maine. Too. Oh, yeah. And that was fantastic. I felt like so giddy, like a kid in a candy store, <laughs> because they have so many sites for it. You know, you can go find the original drain that inspired it um, right on the same um, streets that are written in the, into the book and movie. Um, there's the water tower, and there's that giant statue of Paul Bunyan that yeah. is even creepier than the one they used in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and then and then they have the cemetery that's in uh, Mount Hope Cemetery, from Pet Cemetery, which is incredible. So I I really recommend going to Bangor, if you can, because there's just so many fun things to see if you're a King fan. Yeah, I have to I have to make it up there. I didn't get I didn't get to go last time I was in Maine because yes. there was a there was a blizzard. Oh, but, well, that that will kind of put it <laughs> in things. Yeah, did you drive up to Maine from Tennessee? Heck yes, I did. I have um, I have a daughter that goes to New Hampshire, uh, camp in New Hampshire every summer, except of course this last summer. And so that means I get to go explore around New England when I, either I drop her off or pick her up, which I love. Oh, cool. How long is that drive? It takes about three days. Mm -hmm. um, I, I love it. I'm like, yay, freedom! You know, <laughs> we have three kids, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what was the last movie that you saw in theaters before COVID? And do you miss seeing movies in the movie theater? I know, I think some movie theaters have opened up in Tennessee, but I don't know if you've been back yet. I have not. I keep on looking to see if any drive-in movies are good enough, but I like, it's hard for me to go see something that I own. You know, I'm kind of yeah. like, what? 
But um, the last movie I saw in the theater was Us, which I love. Uh, um, but I don't see movies in the theater unless they're like amazing. And I've heard that they're amazing. And then I'll be willing to spend that kind of money. <laughs> okay. So you're usually like a video on demand type of person? Yeah, yeah. I have HBO or I'll get Redbox, things like yeah. that. I, I was going to ask if you've had any noteworthy experiences seeing a horror movie in theaters, but since you don't go to the theater very often, probably not, but you can say if you have. Yeah, probably not. I did, um, I did go to a Fangoria convention when I was in high school, and, oh shoot, I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy that is known for playing Jason, people are, people are shouting it at me, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Uh, he he actually like choked me, you know. But that's like his thing. He chokes people. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. Um, and they were actually introducing Jurassic Park for the first time that year. Like they weren't even showing the dinosaurs, just like giving it all the hype and everything. So that was really exciting. Oh, so that's awesome. Probably 1992. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. How, um, when was the last time you went to a convention? It's been a long time. I did uh, when I lived in Boston. I got to go to a convention where they had the cast from Willy Wonka, not all of it, but oh, many wow. of them. And so I paid like through the nose to get, <laughs> but um, my, my 14 year old is obsessed with um, Christian Slater. Oh, okay. Others. So she is, she is on it looking for any convention <laughs> that could possibly have him. Oh, very cool. Did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? I used to love it when AMC had their monster fest. Like, oh, I'm not familiar with that. What was that? Well, it was, I can't even remember how many years ago, probably like seven years ago, but the entire month of October, they would have horror movies on 24-7. So at two in the morning, they would have these ones that you would be like amazing and you would, you know, maybe videotape those or whatever back in the day. And that's how I saw the film The Other, which, oh, I... not The Others. Not no, the no, no, I know, yeah. Yeah, it's not that one. It's just the other, and it's about twin boys, and it's really creepy, and it has John Ritter in it, so you can find it through that. <laughs> okay, cool. Everyone go find the other. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did you ever go to any um, theme parks during Halloween? I know they, I know theme, sorry, theme parks like Six Flags and stuff do a lot for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I used to go to, um, I lived near Knott's Berry Farm. And at, at Halloween time, they actually called it, ironically, not Scary Farm. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Yeah, yeah. And so they would be open at night, and there would be people with, like, cans of beans, and they'd shake them at you, and they made all the rides into um, haunted houses, and people would be on, uh, on uh, like, stretchy ropes, and they'd, look, they'd, like, jump off ledges and look like they were going to grab you, and then they spring back up on, I guess, on bungee cords. It was, it was sweet. It was fun. Yeah, that, that sounds that sounds awesome. Some places around Tennessee will have like zombie paintball. Oh, cool! Have you um, ever done that? No, I haven't. But uh, you know, I've been to the I've been there, but not at night. It seems like it would be fun. Totally, you can take your kids when they get older. Yeah, yeah, they do have the zoo around here. It opens like a boo at the zoo. Oh yeah, yeah, there. they do. They do the the Bronx Zoo as well. Nice, nice. Yeah, that, yeah that's where my middle daughter was a Babadook and. We had a good time. Nice. Did anyone recognize her? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. She knew. Yeah, it's a little bit too off of the mat, the path. Another time, she, maybe, you know, maybe that was two years ago, because she dressed up like one of the characters in Us. So oh, that, cool. That was more recognizable. Yeah, definitely. Do you ever dress up when you go with her? Yeah, you know, I have an eyeball hat. It's just covered in dangling eyeballs that I wear every year. 
so fun. <laughs> that's generally my cost. <laughs> so what advice do you have to give to parents who are horror movie fans who want to introduce their kids to horror movies? Well, one thing would be what I already said about the show Face Off or something, so that they can have an understanding of that these monsters are created, that they're not real, to kind of help with that, so you're not traumatizing your children. And then it's not for everybody, right? Yeah. You've got to kind of test out the waters. So there's those kind of films, like things like Return to Oz and uh, <laughs> Secret and M, Coraline, that you can kind of dip your toe and see, hey, is my kid traumatized by this? Okay. <laughs> Have you shown them um, a nightmare, or uh, sorry, the nightmare before Christmas? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we've seen all the Tim Burton stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I love that movie so much. Heck yeah. Yeah. Is Coraline Tim Burton as well? It's not. No. Um, okay. But actually, my, uh, my middle daughter, that's like the film that has terrified her more than all of the movies. So she's seen Hereditary <laughs> and she's more afraid of Coraline. <laughs> uh, that now I really want to watch Coraline. I know it's a Neil Gaiman uh, yeah. story, but I didn't think he wrote horror that much, but maybe, yeah. maybe I was wrong. Cause I'm, I don't really know anything he's ever, he's ever written. So yeah, it's got some super creepy Im imagery. It's really well done. Ah, okay, cool. I will put that on my list to check out um, after all of the other movies that Jody has uh, has put on my list for me to watch. Yeah. Uh, have you enjoyed doing trivia for the past 21 weeks? Oh, I love the trivia. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what, the, what I needed in my pandemic life. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's definitely, definitely a good way to pass the time. Well, yeah, for well, sure. I love the podcast, saw something scary. Um, I also love the podcast, Just a Story, which they actually don't make anymore. But it's like, they talk about an urban legend, and then they talk about the fears at the time that went into why that urban legend was a thing. And then they'll talk about a story that really happened that is similar to it, and it's amazing. Oh, that's cool. What was it called? Just a Story, an urban legend podcast. Oh, cool. I will find that and link it in the show notes. I'm going to look that up too, even though they don't make new episodes anymore. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Um, if you ever are looking for a podcast just to listen to scary stories, I think there is one that's called Something Scary. Mm. Um, and this woman, she just reads stories that she gets submissions for and story and like it's folklore or submissions and stuff like that. It's, it, can, it can be really creepy. I listen to like 10 episodes of that in one day last October when I was creeped, creeped out. Um, and then are you participating in the, the video nightmares movie marathon again this year? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, I just love watching all the different kinds of things that they have on there. Yeah. There are some that I've seen already, which I was really proud of myself for. Um, it, it should be good. And they're all on Amazon. So they're all really easily accessible. Yes. What's your favorite streaming service to go to when you want to just find something? Where do you think there is the best, best catalog of horror movies? Ooh, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of shop around all around Netflix, Shutter, Amazon, HBO, but uh, I think I feel like Netflix generally has 
more, but may, I don't know. It just depends on the month, I think. Yeah, it's really, it's frustrating when they take movies off uh, yeah, randomly. For sure. Um, so what movie are you most upset that has been postponed this year because of COVID? Oh, definitely Conjuring 3. Those jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why The Conjuring 3 over Candyman or Halloween Kills or anything? Uh, because I just love The Conjuring movies. I just think they're so much fun. And I know that the Ed and Lorraine are totally different than the real Ed and Lorraine were, but I'm I'm there for it, you know. <laughs> You're there for Patrick Wilson. Yeah, heck yes, sweatered Patrick Wilson. Yes. <laughs> you heard it here first. We love sweatered Patrick Wilson. That's right. That's right. <laughs> what do you think of sweatered Ethan Hawke in Sinister? Oh, you know, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> That movie is great. I love that movie. That movie is so creepy. I love it. It's great. It's just so original. That's yeah. Like, there's nothing else like it. You know, there's a lot of haunted house films, but nothing where there's this haunted you know, kind of film situation like that. I, I just, it's different. I mean, there are haunted films, but not like that movie, you know? Yeah, not where leaving the house is actually a bad thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Sinister 2? You know, I did. I was not impressed. <laughs> I haven't seen it. And yeah, I've heard that it's just not impressive at all. Yeah. Wow. yeah it's going to go right up there with Poltergeist 2 and <laughs> 2, you know. Exorcist 2. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Are there any sequels that you like? Uh, yeah. Aliens. <laughs> ah, yes. What, uh, do you have a favorite horror franchise besides The Conjuring? Well, I'll tell you what I don't like. And, you know, people are going to be all pissed, but... I, I just couldn't care less about Friday the 13th. Sorry, people. <laughs> I am there with you. I think those movies are lame. Yeah, I just, I tried to watch them all a few months ago, and I'm like, man, this is painful. You know, the first one, I'll give you. That's kind of fun. But come on. Once, once Kevin Bacon is gone, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. They just keep getting worse and worse after, after the first one. Yeah, I do love me some Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street, especially part one and part three. Those are my favorites. Okay, I've only seen part one. I haven't gotten to the sequels yet. Oh, man. You got it. It's good. <laughs> well, some of them are good. <laughs> well, how many have you seen? Part two. <laughs> how many have you seen? I've seen all of them. Oh, okay. Wait, how many are there? Um. Well, oh, gosh. You're, you're putting it to the test now. There's, let's see. There's at least, there's at least five of them, and then there's New Nightmare. I'm probably missing some, so <laughs> take this part out, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> see, let's see if I can find it. Uh, okay, here, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine. Okay. And that includes the A Nightmare on Elm Street remake in 2010. Uh-huh. As well as Freddy versus Jason, which I actually saw that one in the theater, having not ever seen either Nightmare on Elm Street huh. or Friday the Thirteenth. I don't know why I went to go see it. Wow! It was a little bit. It was a little bit terrifying because there are some very graphic parts in oh, there. Okay. Yeah. So you've seen all eight or nine or whatever I said. Yeah, I've seen all those. I really like the Final Destination films. Those yes. are fun. I I like some of the Halloween films. <laughs> Halloween H2O and Halloween 2018? No, not really. I like the first one ever. Okay. 
1978, I believe it is. Yeah. And then part two is pretty good, actually. I have to <laughs> say it for a part two. It probably is one of the best. Part three is insane, and I'm I'm there. Like, it's <laughs> still Halloween. It's fun. It's fun. It's totally different, and I love it. Oh, okay. I'll put that on my list as well, because I have not seen Halloween two or three. Oh, okay. So... Uh-huh. I just watched um, H2O like a couple months ago at the beginning of lockdown, which I had also seen, I saw like at my parents' house when I was in, I think junior high or high school and we had the pay-per-view box to get all the free movie channels. And I watched that. I don't know why I watched that because I hadn't seen Halloween, Uh Halloween one through whatever, but I watched that. I remember that. You needed Jamie Lee Curtis's cool haircut. Yes. (laughs) That's, yeah, that, that's basically it. And there were so many good 90s people in it, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. I was in middle school, the thing that was uh, new was Child's Play. It scared the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I saw the reboot last year, but I have never seen any of the other ones. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. No, no, not the reboot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did not think the reboot was very good. No, no, I was very sad about the changing <laughs> of the storyline. <laughs> Uh, changing how changing it to like a computer or uh, it changed the origin of the doll so you know it does it's not possessed with a serial killer oh yeah of course that's, that's just weird they've never done that before where they've changed the origin story yeah uh, and i and i hear people talk about how it's decent they think if it's not connected with with the child's play franchise but i still think that doll looks so weird that i'm just i'm out <laughs> who would bring that thing home and be like and give it to their kid seriously seriously that's all and annabelle yeah yeah that would have to be they would only sell at like um spencer's <laughs> yes does that store still exist heck yeah it does uh i haven't been to a mall in so long i could not tell you yeah yeah well we went in the mall the other day to look for cobra kai shirts <laughs> <laughs> is that for halloween this year well i'm just crazy <laughs> oh okay own it <laughs> heck yeah johnny all the way <laughs> what's your favorite horror movie t-shirt that you own besides jaws uh-huh. i had to look all around to find one of those <laughs> <laughs> did you get it on like ebay or something i actually f- actually found it on amazon oh okay cool yeah, it's not the best made sh- shirt, but I'm excited to have something with an original concept, so. Yeah, did, did you ever order um, one of the Babadook, like, pop-up books that they sold? I wish, man. <laughs> I want one of those so bad. I have, like, painted pictures of the Babadook, and I used to have a wallet that I painted the Babadook on the wallet. Oh, that, cool. Because it's cool art, you know, from that book. It's so good. Yeah, the art is really, really interesting. I need to rewatch that movie soon. So are there any horror movies that you loved that people generally don't like? I don't know about generally don't like, but don't know about. Like, um, I guess people maybe from a while back might know it, but I never knew about it, which was Magic from 1976 with Anthony Hopkins. And he is, he has a ventriloquist, like he's a ventriloquist and he has a dummy. It is a creepy Creepy as F movie. <laughs> I have never heard of it. So, so back in the day, you can you can you can totally go to YouTube, look up the Magic commercial, because they had it running when like in the daytime, and it scared the crap out of kids. <laughs> like you have to see it; it's really good. Okay, I will I will look it up and put it in the show notes. Hopefully, awesome. I can find it on the internet. 
Awesome. <laughs> um, if you could remake one horror movie, which one would it be? Ooh, ooh. I was thinking about this question when you asked it the other day. <laughs> I think that I would go with Poltergeist again because I feel like, oh, no, 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 no. I got it, I got it. Gremlins. <laughs> oh. Gremlins needs to be remade because you can do computer animation, you can do, you know, you can do anything now with that. And then take that crazy, traumatic monologue about how that girl's father got stuck and killed in the, in the chimney. Take that out of there. <laughs> that has no business being in there. <laughs> but I thought that would be really fun. That's a great answer. I wonder what they would look like if they were CGI'd. Yeah, yeah. Get the person that designed Annabelle to make the gremlins. No, I don't want the gremlins to not be super cute and furry anymore. No, 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 the gizmos can be super cute and furry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think that they're all the same. Yeah, but you're, you're correct, the gremlins are the ugly ones. Right. My last question is, if you had to spend quarantine with one horror villain, who would it be? I think that I would go with, see, someone else already said Freddy, so I'm, <laughs> I'll go with Chucky, you know? We'll just find a nice little cage and he can chat with me, but he'll be in the cage, so he can't kill me. <laughs> That, that would be very scary. I would not want to do that. I, you're a little crazy. Well, that's true. <laughs> so, okay, this is my last question. What do people, have you ever gotten a surprised reaction from people when you tell them that you like horror movies a lot? Yeah. Yeah, I think that, um, I think I see that a lot. I, sometimes I'll uh, bring my scary movie music to work. And if we have extra time, I'm like, pop quiz, everybody. We're playing some scores. Everybody guess. And they're just like, what? <laughs> that's, that's amazing. You need to have like horror movie nights with your, with your coworkers. Heck yeah. We would have a good time. I love yeah. it. I'm here for it. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up? Uh, the show Lock and Key. From, oh, yeah. Tell us about Lock and Key. Lock and Key is by Stephen King's son, Joe Hill. Uh, he does comic books and he has a bunch, he actually has some really good creepy books like Heart Shaped Box. But if you like Stephen King and you don't know about Joe Hill, it's worth looking into. I'm hoping they're going to start making some of his movies. They've made Nosferatu into a TV show, but if you're looking for something else, that might be a good thing to add. Awesome. Look him up if you need some, something that's extra creepy for the month of October. Yeah, and yet kid-friendly, like fairly kid-friendly, you know, like maybe 12 and 13. That's yeah. good to know for anyone who listens that has kids. Yeah, well, thank you so much for being here. This was so much fun. Yeah, this is awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, I will see you at Movie Trivia on on Sunday night. All right, you betcha. Yeah, wow. have, have a good one. Okay, thanks. You too. That's it for this week's episode of Who's There? I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Meredith, and thanks again to Meredith for coming on. As always, we'd really appreciate it if you could take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and to subscribe to our feed wherever you listen to us. We'll shout you out on Twitter if you leave us a five-star review and let us know. Thank you to everyone who's already left us one. We really appreciate it. You can follow us on Twitter at Who's There Pod or on Instagram at Who's There Podcast, or you can feel free to shoot us an email at thewhosetherepod at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, or if you'd like to be a guest, until next time, stay scary and wear a mask.